0: Do not always listen to podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Tanjab Network.
1: Welcome to the Wicked Radio Network.
0: and welcome to Angela's awesome podcast. Hello I'm sitting here in Haley at Monkey tongue Production Studio with my friend Henno. hi Henno. hi angela and um is that loud enough for you, Are you good I feel like I'm in a tunnel
1: do you, do you need a little
0: more well i don't know do I don't know if I need to be oh that sounds more that like better? our your, your your you know i I love change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, we're going to be talking a lot about change today. Yeah, we have new microphones. So, you guys, we're so happy to hear, to, to be heard. That's what we yeah. are. We're happy to be heard. We're happy you're listening. We're here, um, we're bringing you some inspiration. And some um, practical strategies and tips. And we just have a couple little stories for you today. And um, I'm an eating psychology coach. I own a little gym. I've been a personal trainer for a long time. Way too long. (laughs) And um, Heno and I are both sober, so we have a lot of that background that we're bringing to you. And um, so we just wanted to, you know, give you guys a really cool beginning. Welcome to December, people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's still not winter yet technically.
0: Oh, it's not. No, we have not had the, the 22nd?
1: 22nd, I believe it is, yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah, are you going to go run naked in the woods and hey. be all Wiccan?
0: Uh, no. I am not. I'm going to pass on that. How about you?
1: I hear they do a Burning Woman festival here down in Haley, but it might be put off this year. They oh. go out, out out the canyon and they do like their, like a little they do a full like huge uh, woman whatever you call it. I don't like know if st- effigy is proven. Right. <laughs> correct? And then they burn anyhow. her. And then they burn her, and they do a full ceremony for the, uh, the uh, what is it? It's not a winter equinox. solstice. Winter equinox. Winter equinox. Equinox. Okay. Yeah. Equinox. equinox. Okay yeah and that, and I guess it's been done for a few years now, and it's quite popular but uh and i've always wanted to go out and check it out, but I think they might be passing this year unfortunately so.
0: Oh, is it because of all the snow i don't know you guys we have a lot of snow we have a lot of snow. we have a lot of snow for us i mean it's been very great sometimes awesome. Sun Valley is too sunny and mm-hmm. uh It's really a big deal around our community because people come. We are, you know, we need the tourists, and if there's no snow, it's kind of a bummer. So we are having a white Christmas. It's very, very exciting. So Uh,
1: right now, as we're podcasting the window behind Angela, it is snowing. (laughs) Oh, you guys, it's so beautiful! It's so beautiful.
0: Um, Okay, so anyway, we're just we're back. We've been gone for a couple weeks. We've been we had some pre-recorded podcast, but now we're back live in the studio. You were retreating. I was retreating, and we have a lot to talk about today. So we basically, today's topic, um, we have a few things we want to discuss, but we're sort of going with the theme of this idea of bringing in the new, and since it's getting close to the new year, I'm calling it ringing in the new. You get it? You get it? Here we go. Ringing in the new. So. Uh, bringing in the new, ringing in the new, same thing, except for it's a little bit more clever if we say ringing. So we're talking about new things. So um, first of all, sh- we're going to start with um, talking about what- what's happening with this podcast. Hannah and I just had a great talk, and um, we are so grateful to all of you who have listened to all these episodes. I know of one person in particular. My new friend Richard has listened to every single podcast Wow! Yeah, every single one, and I just want to say thank you for doing that. And um, it it's just it really makes me feel happy that you've done that. It's, it's such a nice commitment, and um, and um, of that course that explains
1: a lot, by the way, because I've I, you know on at Libsyn's site, it literally will show uh, how many how many downloads. And there have been downloads of every episode in the last couple of months. And I'm like, why is that? And there you have it. Yeah, so we appreciate
0: that. And of course, everybody else who's been listening all along, we just really appreciate it. And everybody who's been giving us so much feedback and all the cross-pollination with all of our other podcast friends, um, Hanno, why don't you go through our list on that? (laughs)
1: because <laughs> you're going to be better at that Heno's our Twitter
0: promoter we have a lot of podcasts Yes, yeah, Pittsburgh
1: Nerd and, yes. And, and Snake Oil Comics yes. and, and, and Brian and Jen on the Crazy Life and, yes. and, and Tony and Jeannie yes. who are part of Salty Language even yes. though Jeannie doesn't podcast with Salty Language and uh, you know we've even you know history of bad ideas and there's yes. so many you know I know I'm going to forget some people um, we'll, oh, we'll
0: come back to you if we've y- forgotten you and just apologies
1: yeah uh, uh, VF from the Graphic Novice Podcast. Mm. He's also interacted with us and listened to episodes and stuff. And, and it's, it's such a treat to then when I hear podcasts and people are talking about like uh, VF and his co-host Nickel are doing their own challenge right now um, with, for, to do some jogging and some running. And and it's so great to hear this because it just, it really, t- it t- it ties in and it reminds me that health and wellness is all, is, is really a part of all of our lives. Mm. And it's something that can bring people together. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. this is what you're doing.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what we both wanted. So um, we're both of, I think I can speak for Heno in saying that we are incredibly grateful and we have really enjoyed this experience. Um, Angela's awesome podcast is going to take a little bit of a different turn starting in January. Uh, this is our last podcast of the year, um, and we're gonna um, Henno's going to um, continue producing and helping me load it up. But I'm gonna start doing some pr- some group coaching at the gym, and we're gonna start having that be the weekly podcast with the groups that I have going on in January. There, so uh, we're gonna take and then we'll bring Hanno back on, of course, as a guest star occasionally, and then he's gonna be continuing with his other podcasts, which are.
1: <laughs> Numerous ones. It's, it's, it's everybody, everybody knows. Yes, everybody knows. So you'll
0: be able to do that. Yeah. And um, we'll continue to interact, I hope, and continue to take questions and comments. And of course, if you guys have anything you'd like to hear covered from an eating psychology standpoint or any personal training comments, um, questions, um, anything around living a life more present, of course, that's a big part of what sobriety is about. And those things will all be welcomed. So, um, AAP will be back in the second week of January, and it'll be a little bit different format. And
1: um, I think people are going to like the this. Uh, you know, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna set Angela up with the equipment in her at her gym to do her recording. So when she does do a little uh, a talk or you know any sort of interaction with people you'll be able to listen in on this as part of it just like hearing in on a seminar right and i think that's huge Right. you know that's a that's you know there's been a couple times where you've come in and said oh wow we had a great talk last night I right. had a bunch of people and i'm just like i, wasn't
0: I know I, there. I know you know and and, know. and so it's
1: like okay cool let's let's make this happen Yeah. you know and and so when you get up there and and you know you do your thing (laughs) you know it's like it'll be now available for everyone else to hear
0: so um stay tuned we're gonna keep we're gonna have that coming but for today we're gonna get into so that's part that's leading into our today's topic so today's topic is about ringing in the new and um i want to share with you um just a little experience i had in mexico and um That kind of um, inspired this topic, and then I have some suggestions around how to do this, and uh, we'll just flow from there. But basically, for those of you that know me, and I don't know if we've done a ton of podcasting about this, but I basically have had some major, for lack of a better word, drama come into my life around this new animal that I have rescued and have we talked about this on the podcast very much Not
1: really. I mean a little bit.
0: It feels like I have because I've talked about it so yeah, much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> th- we talked about it when when you had when you were first seeing the dog. Right. Across okay. The and then way we were talking about acceptance, acceptance and, and yeah, yeah.
0: And the acceptance prayer so you know there's the acceptance prayer where we talk about God please grant me the Acceptance to The serenity serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And I had decided, after doing some journaling, so this dog, this hound dog, he's tied up across the street, across from the gym, and I had decided, okay, I need to do some writing, I need to accept that there's nothing I can do about this, and then it came to me as I was doing all this work, accepting it, and I was finding it unacceptable, (laughs) that this was perhaps... The wisdom was coming that perhaps this was something where I needed to have the courage to change it. So I started doing some research, like, what can I do? Um, it was a little bit complicated because the people had had some altercations with my husband um, about parking, and so I was a little nervous. He was kind of like, I don't want you going over there. They don't really like us. I mean, I was getting lumped in with that. <laughs> mm. And that kind of scared me, and I didn't really, you know, I kind of was like, oh, and... um, Anyway, so I found I found um, this really cool um, thing here in Blaine County where it's the Dog House um, Project, and this darling gal, Lisa. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to look her last name up. Um, she runs it, and she, she basically they get dog houses to dogs that are on chains.
1: Oh, that's right, that's right. It, and, and
0: it's yeah. amazing. So I ended up meeting her. She's amazing. She really is, you know, passionate. She's not saying it's okay for dogs to be on chains, but we can't get all of them off chains yet. And they definitely need a doghouse because some people kind of just suck and they leave their dogs out. Um, and that's just where they are. And and we're trying not to judge, but it's hard not to. And it's, anyway. it's
1: part a big part of our hunting culture is, it that, is that hunting dogs don't come inside.
0: Yeah. And, you know, um, and that's fine, especially if they have room to run in a play- warm place. But when they're on a chain and not moving, that's unacceptable. And, you know, actually, there's a lot of states, I found out, there's a lot of states that actually have laws that prevent you from having a dog on one chain for more than three hours a day. Hmm. It's actually illegal. Of course, Idaho will probably be the last state that will ever pass a law like that. Um, And I have nothing against outside dogs. Again, if they're getting enough exercise and warm, you know, they're warm enough that they're not in danger. But... So anyway, long story, I'm. this is a long story, this is a podcast, I'm not making long story short, long story longer, Um, I ended up finally, on a Friday night, I went over there, I, I had to pack for my first trip to Mexico with Sharon, and I, he was crying on the chain, and I just snapped, and I went over there, the courage to change, I walked over, I knocked on the door, I was like, my little heart was like, I hope these people don't like, you know, yell at me, and then I was like, okay, if they yell at you, it's not like, you know, it's not like you're going to melt into a puddle. I mean, okay, they can just say no. I said, I'm going for an exercise anyway. Do you mind if I take your dog? And the guy is young, I don't know, mid-20s. Um, and he's just like, well, he's kind of hot you know, but if you want to. And Lucky is the name of the dog. He wouldn't even come over to me. You know, it took a while. So I was like, I'm going to run home and get my leash. I came back. The guy wasn't there. I finally coaxed Lucky into the car. I take him for an exercise, and the dog... He was so filled with joy. Um, Rob and I, Rob was with me. We came back. I had to drop Rob off so they didn't see him because I didn't want that to influence if I could bring the dog. (laughs) And when I put him back on the chain, I felt like my heart was breaking. Like I literally had such a strong reaction to this dog. It was crazy. So anyway, um, there was the dad of the... So it's a young couple that live in this tiny, teeny, tiny little place, and um, the dad was there of the daughter, and he was like, do you know anybody that wants this dog? Mm -hmm. And I didn't even ask Rob. I didn't even think about it. I did nothing but react, and I raised my hand, and I'm like, I'll take him. I go, I'm leaving for Mexico tomorrow. I will be back in a week. I will take this dog. Here's my email address. I ran and got my card. Here's my email address. Please tell your daughter I would love to take this dog. Have her email me. I'm not, you know. I go back to the car and I burst into tears. That was the beginning of the drama. And Rob was like, okay, you're okay. He's just like, what is going on? I mean, it just, this is such a weird thing. So that's how Lucky came to be in my life. When I came back a week later, I went and got him. And uh, he came right to me, jumped right in the car. He was like, let's go. Dude, I've been on you the leash enjoyed again. That one, yeah. I've been on the leash again. I've been on the chain again for a week, and uh, this hello, la-
1: this lady lets me go for it. Yeah, I'm now, going. They,
0: didn't they have weird work hours? Yeah, well, they work at night, so they bring okay. them in at night. And you know, a lot of people since then have been like, "What's wrong with those people? You know, why they suck?" And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, the feeling that I got from these people was they are so overwhelmed. Yeah. And and what they she said is she just said. We were going to surrender him to the shelter. We didn't want him to get put to sleep. We I mean, mm. we have a no kill shelter. These guys didn't know that. They okay. didn't even have it on their radar to check that out. Yeah, they work nights. She works two jobs. They have a young daughter. Young. Um, they'd moved here to try to improve their lives. They just were in overwhelm. It's too much. Here. And you know, it's it's that was a really good lesson in itself because you know you see a dog on a chain or you see a dog chained up and you automatically, I automatically assume these people suck. But the truth is, is that people, and some people do, but the truth is, is that oftentimes there are things. There are, I mean, when we make judgments about people, like we've talked about this so many times with people's weight, like we assume if someone's in a bigger body that they aren't healthy and that they don't take care of themselves.
1: That's not true. But
0: that's not necessarily true. It might be true. It might be true. And that's okay too. And we try not to judge that. So these people were just overwhelmed. And so that was a good reminder, like, listen, I don't hate these people. I'm so thankful. That I, you know, this dog's in my life. So anyway, but here's the thing. So I'm trying to find him a home because I brought him home. I took him for a seven-mile run. The dog went probably ten miles because he ran circles around me. Um, In the snow, I took him home, and he would not sleep. And then I – so I was sleeping at the gym for a week and trying to integrate him with the dachshunds. And everything went really well. When Rob left for 10 days, I was integrating him. Everything was well. Rob came home. The dachshunds are like, oh, my God, thank God you're home. Look what she's done, you know. And the day that Rob got home, my youngest dachshund, who isn't young, he's 7 – Rob was there. Um, we'd just gone for this nice hike. Lucky and Gus. Lucky's the rescue dog. Gus is my youngest dachshund. And Gus attacked Lucky. And Lucky, I've never seen him attack a dog. I'm, he's super friendly. He loves all dogs. He does really well in doggy daycare. We do great at the dog park. But when Gus attacked him, he attacked him back. And Gus ended up with a couple of pretty big holes in his neck had to take him to the vet, he had to get anesthesia, he had to get special stitches so these things would heal. And pretty much Rob was like, uh-uh. Yeah. We gotta find this dog a home. Like this isn't gonna work. And I was like, I know. Well, it's hard. <laughs> it's so it was so hard. And and the thing is, is that I love my Dachshund so much, so it's just even crazy, but I just this dog. So anyway, um
1: You know what? This I think this is so you have had well, you've had four dachshunds. right? But but you have had you have been these are this is your pack. Yes, Th- these these are your little chickens. <laughs> these are the most important things in your world. Yes. So just to put this into perspective for everybody, the fact that you are somehow have attached yourself to this do- other dog is weird. Is it really says something? Yeah. Because you know knowing your relationship in your pack
0: yeah and that's exactly part of the the topic is that i have this pack that's working it's safe it's my deal um so then i talked to an animal psychic because I wanted, because basically I was leaving for Mexico again, and I wanted her to tell Lucky that I wasn't abandoning him. I was worried that he was going to think, because I'd only had him for a couple weeks, and then I'm leaving for a week. I wanted her to tell him.
1: And you were, but for, real quick, you were interacting with people that were interested in totally, taking Lucky totally. in the meantime. So you, had, you hadn't, ju- you were still trying to do the outreach. I was, yeah. I was yeah. still.
0: And people were like, you know, talking about it yeah, and, and reposting. Yeah, there was interest, he's and yeah. He's just, he's a, you know, he's a hound dog. He's actually a plot hound, and he needs a lot of exercise, so people... Were like, he's a
1: worker.
0: Yeah, people were like, you know, uh-uh. Um, So I talked to the pet psychic, and she basically said, very much like what Hanno said, she said, instead of communicating to Lucky that he's not getting abandoned, she communicated to me <laughs> that my three-pack of dachshunds were really unhappy, felt really unsafe, felt really stressed. She's like, I keep seeing blood. Oof. I keep seeing blood. And I was like, well, that could be from the holes in Gus's neck. <laughs> And she's like Angela, and this is the part that really caused me some anxiety. She said, "You know, you really um, this could happen again, and it could be way worse. Like we're talking about paralyzed, you know, the neck. Um, you could he could die, you know, he could die. Lucky could could kill Gus. Gus weighs seventeen pounds. Lucky weighs fifty pounds. Lucky is all muscle. Gus is, you know, he's a fit dachshund, but he is not. You know, he can't do that. So." So then I, I am like having a strong reaction. I know she's right. I know she's right. I'm like, okay, I'm listening, I'm listening. I know I love this dog, I don't know why, but you're right, I can't do this. I can't bring something new in. So I go to Mexico, one of my friends takes him and everything gets put on hold. I really feel like there's two people that are super interested and lucky. I really think I'm coming home and he won't be my dog. I think that they're gonna adopt him. Like I'm sure, they're very interested, they have the breed. I go to Mexico. So I planned this retreat. I signed up for this retreat. It's a, med- it's a manifestation retreat. The, the retreat leader's name is Sylvia Mordini. She, she, she's amazing. You can Google her. I'll send you the links. Um, she is a healer, a coach, a yoga teacher. She's a huge inspiration. The entire retreat was amazing. When I signed up for it months ago, I wanted to go because I love manifesting. I love yoga. She just, she's a writer. I was like, okay, she has my dream job. And I wanted to have the experience of being on retreat because I want to run a retreat. So when I signed up for this months ago, there's no lucky on the scene. I'm like thinking of all these things I want to manifest. So I get down there, and what are my main conversations with everybody? They're about <laughs> this dog. It's ridiculous. And I ended up getting a, a coaching session with Sylvia unexpectedly, One on one. So we're talking about like all kinds of really cool things. She says, I want you to get more focused and more connected to the divine feminine, which was really interesting since I tend to bring that up all the time here. She's like even more. Um, She said, I want you know, you need to get more focused on what you're going to do with your career and cut out anything that's not going, not even your career, but what you really want. Like let go of the stuff that's not serving you. Which I think is a cool lesson for most people, anyway. It really like you know, is. it's and it was so great to have this space to create this, um, to have the time. You know, I I had this space and time to just kind of really look at this, which was part of the things I love so much about retreat. Um, so she said that, and that really landed. You know, she really encouraged me to get back to my meditation program and get connected with divine guidance instead of my own brain, which is of course excellent suggestion. Um, so everything feels good, and then we're wrapping up the session, and I got to tell you, I, I just was like, I burst into tears. I go, there's one more thing. I got to talk to you about this dog.
1: <laughs> so yeah, you'd already done a session, and well, then it, it came up. She
0: was running late, and we were running out of time. So I didn't have a ton of time. And basically the things that she told me are things that I've been trying to do anyway and that just solidified, like, continue on. Right, but I felt like something inside of me just was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, you have to ask about Lucky." And I and I wasn't going to because I was like, "This is a dog, like really, you know, you signed up for this, retry? like really, you're, you're you're really." And of course, I don't just talk about the dog. I first burst into tears. Like, I mean, it's just so wild. So, this is what she said, and this is finally the topic. You had to have the <laughs> backstory, but this is what she said. She said, "Listen." She said, there's an underlying question that you're missing. It's not just about the dog. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I've been thinking that all along because I continue to be like, what is it about this dog? Like, there has to be. there has He has to be like a, we have past lives. I was like, do we have past lives together? Is it past karma? I mean, I couldn't figure it out, but she's like, there's something. And so then I was like, is this just a distraction? You know, because I get distracted, you know, and get off topic with, work and all kinds of things. She's like, no. I go, okay. And she's kind of a clairvoyant-ish. I don't know exactly what the right term is, but she's very intuitive. It's the in- like, I like she that could term really, intuitive. She's intuitive. She really intuitive. knew. Like, And yeah. she didn't upplay it. That's why I don't even know what to call it. But
1: Yeah. No, I like she that She knew things that she
0: wouldn't... Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I'm not even certain that she would call it, so I don't want to misrepresent her. She just knew. Yeah. Um, and... Um, I also don't want to take away from her gift either. I just, no, she, that's, she knew. Uh, being that
1: intuitive, that's a huge yeah. gift yeah. Uh, in and of itself. Same thing yeah. with the dog psychics. I, yeah. mean, that's, I, yeah. have, I have two things that I can't explain in my world. And one of them I think I talked about already with my friend who is a Native American and just all of a sudden just, you know, read said that, you know, everyone told me she'd read me one day. And the other one was, and she did, and it blew my freaking, fried my tree, you know? <laughs> and 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 then the other one was, I have also dealt with a quote unquote dog psychic. Yeah. And that is the other thing I can't explain. She she never even met the dog. All she found out was a basic description of the dog and over the phone was talking about stuff where I'm like there's no freaking way you can know that. Yeah. And and you know some of the stuff was like okay, you got a 50/50 chance of guessing right. But there was stuff where I'm like there's no way. I know. And I'm like, you know, some people are connected at a level that others aren't. Yeah. And and it's a gift. Yeah. It's a real gift. And and I never want to demean anybody of that gift. Right. Because all I can say is I can't explain it. Yeah. But I've witnessed it. I yeah that's so you and know, you
0: know and you guys know Hanno he's Mr Science
1: yeah I'm pretty and I'm going to say no I I like yeah so I'm I'm that's I just wanted to yeah you know bolster your yeah the thing is that when you come when you when you're face to face with somebody like that and they and they hit you home like that yeah you listen oh yeah you have no choice yeah. I was listening. Yeah.
0: So then I said, well, is it a sabotage? Cause that's another thing I've done a lot. Mm. Like, you know, it, it, there, that's one of the pieces of my evolution is I get, start feeling good and I get on a roll and then I, I really will self-sabotage and um, get distracted. And you know, it, it, there's been layers of that. Um, and that's, Sort of in my nature as an was, addict, yeah. Anyway, I was say right? that's part I mean, of my alcoholism.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so it's been unraveling. So she said, "No, it's not that either." So I was like, "Okay." And she had said before the you know before the coaching to everybody, she just said, "You know, I don't say everything that I can see because a lot of it, it's more helpful if you just, you know, I just try to point you in, in a direction, dr- yeah, right?" Yeah, yeah. And I said, I know you're trying to point me in a direction, but I said, please, please, please in tell me. In this case. <laughs> like, I just, I go, I've really done a lot of looking at this and writing about this and, you know, li- trying to listen. And I said, I really feel lost. And she said, okay. So she basically said what Hanno said. You have, this is, first of all, and most importantly, this is a preview of something that's coming. This is a preview. So this isn't really about the dog, but this is about a bigger question. And this, this is playing out and it's going to come again for you. So you're getting an opportunity to kind of see what your answer is going to be. And she said, you have this existing tribe and this existing life and it's working and it's safe and you know what to expect and it's, you know, people are happy and, you know, everybody's kind of knows what's expected and what's going on. And she's like, and basically the question is, are you going to disrupt this and allow something new that's different and hard work and more diligence. And you'll have to be more focused and organized. Like, do you want to bring this new in and try to integrate it with it? It's not going to be an easy process and integrate it with what's already working. (sighs) So I was like, oh, and then I felt better. Like, I didn't know the answer. But I felt better because I knew the question. And it really landed. Like, that question totally made sense to me. Um, And again, I didn't know the answer. But the cool thing about that was, for me, is that when I don't know the answer to something, my general go-to is, I'm going to figure it out with my brain. And we talked a lot on this retreat about how Einstein has said that we can't solve problems with the same part of our brain that created them. Mm Mm-hmm and i really just kept reminding myself of that and it was really part of my overall intention like i want to be divi- divinely guided and inspired so i need and and whether you believe in god or an energy from the universe or just your higher self and not your ego and your brain you know your lower brain trying to figure things out it doesn't really matter how you think about that but i think that that was part of it like and i so i just every day i'd get up and i'd just be like what will you have me do what do you want me to do and wait And that was another big lesson because it was like I wouldn't get the answer, and I'd be like, well, I don't have to decide today, apparently. I mean, I was in Mexico. I didn't have to decide. (laughs) I got home. I didn't have to decide. So I just kept saying. When my brain would try to figure it out, I'd be like, you don't have to decide. For today, you're doing this. And um, then the other really funny, cool thing that happened along with that is she said, okay, let's draw a a goddess card. Hmm. So I was telling one of my friends this yesterday, and she was like, that's such a cool story, so I'm going to share it with you. So I rub all the cards. There's a huge deck of cards. um, Because that was also part of the, you know, getting in touch with the divine feminine. Like, that's part of what's being called for me. And um, so I, you know, and then she's like, one of the cards will call to you. So then she's like, touch all the cards so it changes to your energy. Shuffle. I kept shuffling. She's like, hold the question. I kept shuffling. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I don't know which card. And she's (laughs) like, just take a breath. It's okay. She's like, I'm like, oh, my God. So I finally pick a card. I pick... The goddess Diana. She is the goddess of the hunt. Her whole thing, first of all, she's a full moon goddess, which the moon is the ultimate in feminine. The sun is masculine. Moon is feminine. So moon, lunar energy, all that. So she's like, there's your confirmation about getting more in touch with divine feminine. Um, she also carries a bow and arrow. And so it's all about that laser focus on your target. So that energy, so that was right in line. But here, she's the goddess of the woodlands and the forests. Like she's not, she's the daughter of Apollo and someone else, um, but she's not out in the universe. She's in the forest and the woodlands. She is the only goddess in the entire deck of goddess cards that is the protector of animals. Huh. The only goddess. I mean, like Sylvia pointed that out a few times. The only one. Yeah. And guess who she hangs out with? Guess who her totem animal
1: is? Is is it a dog? Hound dogs. A hound, not, not, not just any dog, dog, but. A hound dog. That goes with the hunt. Yep. The, she'd have a hunting so she's dog. She's
0: always got her bow and arrow, and she's got and her she's hound got dogs.
1: Her, her, her plot hound.
0: <laughs> so I was like but i still was like protector of animals does that mean i'm protecting the dachshunds? cuz dachshunds are also hound dogs well, well, right yeah and so am i protecting they're, the doxens they're dachshunds? actually they're
1: they're if you th- so dox dachshund, dachshund uh, dox is german for badger right so, badger so hunter they're they're badger hunters yes. so just Put that in perspective when you look at a dachshund the next time. Right. They're built to go into a hole yeah. <laughs> and bring out a badger. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: And they're, they're built for that. They kind of lay on their chest and their little hands they are like little, flippers yeah. and they can really, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you got, yeah. you got your other hound dogs. Yeah. There. yeah. Hmm. So
0: I still didn't have my yeah, answer. Yeah, no, you I didn't. still didn't have my yeah. answer, but I was like, okay. So I just kept sitting with it. I just kept sitting with it. I just kept, and I kept like a billion times like, okay, you're in the moment. You're not making a decision right now. So, but I kept thinking, can I bring in the new? Can, do I want, you know, I just kept thinking, can I, do I, should I? Because I tend to be self will run riot. And I tend to be like, I'm gonna just make this shit happen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I get my eye on the prize, and I go, I'm gonna figure it out. And over and over and over, my lesson has been, it doesn't happen. I end up spinning my wheels, and I end up coming back. So I'm like, I'm not doing it this time. I'm not gonna bully Rob into taking the dog. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna do this. So, so I come home, and I still don't have my answer. I get lucky, and um, there's no one. I I get another bite on someone who might want him. I, again, burst into tears. (laughs) He decides it's not a good fit. Um, And I just am like, okay, well, I still don't have my answer. Like, until, and uh, the only thing I was clear on is this dog's not going to the shelter. Hmm. Like, he's he's my dog until he's someone else's dog, but I'm not. I'm not taking him to the shelter. Like, that, I do the line there. And, um... And then I just decided, well, in the meantime, I need to just be the pack leader and be big, like a big pack leader. Like, this is what's happening, and no one is going to get hurt on my watch. Like, I'm big enough to keep everybody in line. I will be diligent. I will be here. I'm going to exercise everyone to death, and we'll all be too exhausted to fight. This is what's happening.
1: Well, that's that's and what that's you Caesar. have to do. That's what Caesar that is, says, too. Is.
0: Exercise, right? Yeah.
1: And all it's it's, it's – the One thing that I've learned with my own dogs, it's it's more about presence. And yeah. this is from Caesar. Yeah. It's like you exert your will, right? As the pack leader, right? As the alpha. And that's what I do, right? You know, and yeah, I learned that do, from you him. Do, yeah. You know, I have to, like, I, I, I Bogart will sit drooling in front of his food bowl. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, you're very, you know?
0: very good at that. But yeah. but I had
1: to learn that. Yeah. Because, um, I grew up not like that. I right. grew up the opposite of that. Right. Which, which you know, and, and dogs pick up on mixed message. They I They don't agree. like wishy-washy. I agree. You know? And so what you did was it, you actually, the one thing I'm loving about the story so far is even though, like, even from the beginning where you sit there and you say, okay, serenity prayer, you know, courage to change the things, you know, things I can, which is usually an internal thing. And you sat there and you went, okay, I'm looking at this you know, there's action re- required here. Right. That's what the wisdom told you is to take action. Right. And it sounds to me you've taken action at every step of the way right. in some form. You may have been self-will run riot. You may have done the <laughs> usual, you know, your right. instinctual stuff. Right. But ultimately, the quote-unquote training that we have has kicked in. You, yeah. and, and action is the key. It sounds like you've done that. Yeah. Which is great.
0: Yeah, it's been yeah so in, so interesting and yeah um, so so
1: now you're the pack okay leader. so I'm the
0: pack leader and actually <laughs> you know going along with that there's this it's called Mahima and she talked about this and I don't know I don't remember all the details on this and I have to look it up I don't even know how to spell it but. She basically talked about this in some of our yoga practices and she did a lot of coaching with us, but how we do channel this Mahima, this big energy, and and we can use that because, you know, we are energy. We are, and so if you have a situation that you need to, you need some energy. You need some strength. You need some courage. You, you fill yourself up with this Mahima, this presence. And she talked about how we can do that and channel that. She also talked about how sometimes it's appropriate not to do that. Like there was a little girl... Teeny, like one year at the retreat, the 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 people that run the retreat, and mm. she talked about how she gets really small before she talks to this little girl, so she's not this you know huge intimidating res- adult. And I just thought that was mm. you know it's just about being attuned in. But this mahi mai like I keep on, and I'm helping Rob because Rob's not the pack leader. <laughs> My darling husband, he's such a love bug, and he just loves these dogs. And and I'm like, okay, but you know you have to.
1: Puts me, Sharon. And Sharon, me and Sharon. You flat out me I know, it isn't is, it? Is it's crazy. I
0: know. <laughs> Sharon lets the dog. She's the big marshmallow for all the dogs. And Hanno, you should see Hano's dog, Jax, you guys. He can do tricks like you can't believe because Hanno's, you've <laughs> got it. You got it, and you know, according to Caesar, this is a little side note. But Caesar says that the dogs are less stressed out. They are when you are absolutely the pack leader. Oh yeah, they love it. Then they know what their place is, and they don't. So, like, part of the anxiety that my youngest Dachshund has is he doesn't know that we've got his back. Like, he feels Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. he has to be on guard and all this. And I didn't realize that until I listen. I just listened to Caesar's book called "Be the Pack Leader" Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. audio. It's excellent. I mean, I even if if you're even remotely interested in dogs, it's such a, and it's such a great um, parallel to a lot of life situations. Exactly. Have he's you talk- listened
1: to it? i i followed him because yeah. he t- taught me more about me yeah. than about a dog. Yeah. He doesn't teach you how to make your dog sit. Yeah. Right.
0: Know? No. No. It's he all about
1: energy. And teaches us yeah. how to be how to be actually. To me, he taught me how to be a better person. Yeah. To be a stronger person. Because because I am now respecting somebody else. It's other centered. Right. Isn't it? Right. It's a trip.
0: Yeah. And it's so it's so it's so well explained in this book. And the other piece of this book, as another side note, is his dedication to I'm gonna when we get back when I get back on with the podcast in January, I'll definitely do this because I want to get into the divine feminine. But he dedicates the beginning of be a pack leader to women and their energies. And it's really, it's really inspirational. It made me cry. I was just like this man who's very successful, grew up in Mexico, um, talking about energy. And he's talking about how the women of the world need to come into their own power in order to help heal the planet. And it's so true. And it, and it is exactly in that other centeredness. It's not like women are better than men or women are superior it's not we're so different and we have such different things that we bring but we need to step into our power in order to help support um and just like we talked about in the hunter gatherer podcast with that gal Allison Armstrong who's written so much about that like being in your own power as a woman supports the man male masculine energy in your life, whether it be, you know, within a partner situation or because we need the balance and we've lost that balance. Anyway, that's, um, it, it, it's really a good, good book. I loved listening to it. Um, so this Mahima and everybody's been fine. And so, um, then what happened and I still don't have my answer and, um, I, On Monday night, I went for a really nice walk um, late um, out on our mountain. It was gorgeous. It was kind of lightly snowing. I put the jackets on the dachshunds. Um, I, you know, have lucky. Everybody has their light-up collar on, be bopping around. We go over, and I'm watching my oldest dachshund, Griswold, who's 11 and 11 and a half, And I'm watching him because I'm going to turn around when he gets tired. I'm not going to. I don't, you know, he's 11 and a half. He's on fire. He's on fire. Like, Lucky's out in front. Gus is second. And Griswold is just kicking ass. I mean, they were partying so hard. So we just kept on going. We went all the way to the lower lower river run lift. We went all the way up lower river run. Wow. And then we turned around, and everybody was just having so much fun. And as we and I was just, you know, and I was loving it so much but I kept on saying to myself, this is what's happening right now. Don't get attached to loving that this dog's here and I just kept thinking I'm in the woodlands and the forest. I'm channeling Diana. I am focused. I'm in the woodlands and the forest. I'm with my hounds. And I was just like, okay, and don't and then I, of course my thinking brain kept saying, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And my my other self, my higher self was like, just be here. You're just here. We don't have to decide right now. And as we turned around to come down, the Dachshunds are out in front just booking. Like, I was like, I couldn't even keep up with them. They were just hauling ass. And Lucky had kind of been behind, and he came zipping down, and he saw the Dachshunds booking. So he tried to play with Griswold. Well, Griswold's 17 pounds also. And so I have an electric collar on Lucky, and I usually just beep it or I vibrate it. Mm. There's a really gentle stimulation that I've actually done on myself that's a shock. And it feels like when you get that um, chiropractic, um, you know, after you get adjusted and sometimes they put you on the stem. Stem, That's what it feels like. Like you just kind of feel something. It's not painful. Although I can turn it up if I need to. So I didn't even beep or vibrate him. I went right to the stem. And I was like, no. Because he can't play with Grizz. Like he just can't. Um, And he was like. Okay. And then he kind of tried again because Griswold's still going. And I was like, no. I was just like, "Mm." and then as soon as I did that, he was done. Like he got it. You know what I mean? And at that moment, at that moment, I was like, I can totally do this. I it, it was like divine inspiration. It wasn't from ego and it wasn't from I have to have this dog, but I was like, and then all of a sudden I was like, Hello? Have we met? Of course I'm bringing in the new. Of course I'm up for the challenge. Of course I want to do what it's going to take to bring something new into my life. And, of course, when this comes in my life again, which whatever it's going to look like, I think it's going to be in my job, I'm going to say yes. So I go home, and I'm like, do not bully Rob. Do not bully Rob. Hmm. Do not. Do not. Do not convince him. Do not whatever. And in the meantime, Lucky's been so adorable and He's been getting along really well with everybody. and so and Rob's been it's been melting Rob's heart. Like because Rob's a dog person. He just he 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 had
1: big dogs before yeah. the Dachshund period. Yeah. And he, he had Rottweilers, loves, loves, right? He had a Rottweiler. Yeah.
0: And he loves dogs. He just doesn't want his Dachshunds to be in danger. Yeah. That's been his big thing. Yeah. So I get home and I just say to Rob, I go, I'm not trying to talk you into him. And I God's will be done. But I said, I love That this dog gets me outside at from eight o'clock at night until nine o'clock at night. I said that was a spiritual experience for me. Because of Lucky, because of the Dachshunds, because I was outside. I just said, I just, this is a huge gift. Rob's like, well, your tennis shoes are really wet, so (laughs) I'm gonna need to get you some new boots. So he's like, I found these. He's like, if you're gonna be walking lucky like this, then you need some new boots. So he's got, he gets on Stephen Cheap. He's like, what do you think of these? I'm like, I like them. So he buys me some new boots because I'm gonna be walking lucky. So
1: that so was. So Rob's on board. <laughs> that was sort
0: of the beginning of okay, we're keeping lucky. Um, okay, good. <laughs> so bringing in the new and so. Basically, it was just such a. I wanted to share that story. I just, I thought it was such an interesting experience. I shared that with a couple of my girlfriends, and they just were like, "This was this awesome." I was. Ho- I hope you guys enjoyed that. But here's my takeaway on this. First of all, I don't always think that bringing in the new is the right answer. I'm not saying that. I think sometimes it's not the right time. It's not the right thing. Um, whatever. I, I don't believe that. But I do believe that it's really important to listen for guidance. Like, especially if you have something in your life, whatever it is, um, a new job, a new way of eating, a new strategy around sleeping, a new strategy around talking to people, a new strategy around relationships, being honest. You know, Hanno and I had a really nice, honest conversation. This is where I want to go with this. This is what's working for me. We ended up, you know, we came from a place of our hearts and honesty, and there was no feelings hurt or taking things personally because we're both just speaking our truth. And, and there's some power in that. And that gives us a chance to bring in the new and let go of some of the old. And, and so listening, I think is the most important thing. Like not, you know, listening. And if you don't really feel guided, keep listening.
1: And I think that's really hard. Well, you said something earlier before we started podcasting, when you're kind of talking to Sharon about, about, the, the idea of um, a, an immediate no. Oh, yeah. And this applies to me, and this also ties in with dogs, too, because I know Sharon would love nothing more than to have a dog that f- gets her up out of the house and starts running you know right. because that's what she had with um, her last dog. Yeah. And and we used to know, call
0: him the Boston Terror.
1: Yeah. This dog had some freaking energy and she had to get Brody up and out of the house yeah. and run him or else he was going to eat everything. <laughs> he ate a couch <laughs> from the inside out. <laughs> when he was a puppy. Oh. And so yeah. and and you know there is a lot for me there's a lot of no. Yeah. Now, I may have a reason for it. Right. But I have to re- look back. I, I do need to... I am open. Right. In my heart, I'm open. Right. It's just right now, like, I don't have a fence back there. Right. And any dog that's in my life is going to be able to go outside and be in the backyard and right. roam around and do... Every, any dog can jump over the fence. Right. Okay. So, I, I need to do my part... And get that fence together so that that's not a no anymore, right? Because that has to be a no, right? And 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 you're, what you just said is is so true. Is that you know this whole process that you've experienced, and even us having a conversation about the direction of the podcast, right? It it things go so much better when we come from a point of openness and, and opportunity options, right? R- rather than well, no, this can't happen, right? Because that hurts. It's hard. Right. You know.
0: And sometimes, no, I think you're right. And I think, and I think the other thing about you, Hannah, is first of all, anyone who's ever listened to you knows that you're really open. And I know when you say no, you don't go, no. You go, no, this is why I don't want this to happen right now. This, this, the fence, da-da, da-da, da-da. I mean, you ha- it, there's a conversation. Yeah. And I think that's a huge part of it. But it's Although maybe me- that'll have to be the Christmas
1: present—a new <laughs> fence for Sharon. But, but this is the thing: is I do need to do my part and make sure that my no is not coming across that way, right? And I need to ask that, right? And that once it, we're talking about communication here again, we're talking about uh, honoring each other's feelings when we make decisions, right? Incorporating, like you, incorporated the pack now, right? And 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 on top of it all you it sounds to me like you said and this is what i have to do right so i have my own responsibilities you're not just saying hey everyone follow me right no you've said this is what i'm going to do right and if it's and if you guys can do it too we can make this happen right and it sounds like what you did
0: yeah and the other unwritten but definitely unspoken truth is this is my dog like i i need i i'm on it like i need to get him to the doggy daycare I need to get him exercised. I need to take care of him. Like I'm not that's not on Rob. Like if he decides he wants to start helping with that, great. And I also need to hold up my end of the deal with the Dachshunds. Like I can't just be like, these are your dogs. This is my new dog. I'm, you know, whatever. Like You can't have a split pack. And I'm taking this in. Yeah.
1: This
0: isn't this isn't his he's on board and he's going with it because he knows it means so, so I know. And he knows it means so much to me and he does love Lucky, but it is, you know, in making the decision, I'm fully acknowledging that, you know, and this is the same thing with saying yes to things. Like it lets you, I don't know how it will be with you and Sharon, but let's just say that Sharon's like, you know, and you say, okay, but it's your dog. I'll do the fence. He's part of our home. But you're exercising him because I have enough on my plate. Like, that's not what I'm looking for. But I do want to compromise with you, and I am going to build you a fence for Christmas. (laughs) No. And then, you know what I mean? No, I'm going to take the
1: appraisal I just got on the house, take that to the bank, and pay somebody else to put in a fence. (laughs) There you go.
0: Even better. Now, that's the way I would do it. When We're we're talking about, um, you know, me learning how to upload the podcast and all that. I'm like, but... um, you're gonna teach me, right? And then if I can't do it, and it was so cute. He's like, and if you can't do it, I'll do it for you. And I'm like, okay, I might just have to pay you to do it. Um, and but you know, that was part of the thing with Rob. Like he's just he's giving, you know, his part. But he's real clear. He doesn't need more exercise with a dog. Like this is my responsibility. So sometimes when you're bringing in something new, and especially if you're with a partner. You have to make sure that you're on board with, you know, this is what I want, and this may not be what they want, and they may compromise with me, but I need to take responsibility for what I'm bringing on. And that that was another part, I think that was another big piece of the question, and why it took me a while. And it's going to be the same thing when this comes down the pike. With my career. Like, Rob's super excited about his job. Like, he loves personal training. He shows up at the gym. He does his workouts with people. He leaves. He locks the door. He's done for the weekend. Like, my job for me is how am I growing? How am I moving? How am I going to get into more coaching? I want to develop this online coaching. I'm going to do full packages of workouts and coaching this, this January. How do I put that together? I when I leave work like I have to make a point of taking time and not being work but it's not ever done for me And that's me. That's my decision. And that's what's gonna be and that I know that's what's gonna be happening. I know that's the big question.
1: This is the part of this story where you're saying there's more to it. There's
0: more. This is I mean, you guys, if you keep listening, and I hope you do, and I hope that everything works out that well really well in January, but I just know that like in a month or two months or six months, like my story is gonna be like, Okay, remember the Lucky podcast? Because here it is. Like I'm giving this opportunity to do this two weeks of traveling, how am I going to integrate that and keep my gym running? Am I going to bring that in? Am I going to do whatever? I, I just, I can feel that just resonates with me. Um, and I think, you know, the other thing I want to kind of tie this into Christmas a little bit or Hanukkah or New Year's if you don't do either of those or whatever. But, you know, we talked before Thanksgiving about Choosing your own rituals and and honoring your own self and I think a lot of us are very governed by what our tribe our family or our peers or whatever you know um, Christmas can be the holidays can be so stressful like I have to do you know I had so many women I coached last year that were like freaking out because their Christmas cards weren't done I was like do New Year's Day cards I'm like do Valentine's Day cards like literally and, and they were like oh I couldn't and I was like okay Okay, why? Is it because, well, my mother always did them. Well, everybody else is doing them. Like, they couldn't give me a reason that wasn't from somebody else. Oh, I see
1: what you're saying. I mean, yeah. and
0: part of it was internalized, like, well, I just do this. Well, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yes, but it look what it's doing to you. Like... You say you just do this, but something, you know, how can... So my, the point I'm making is, can you integrate something new? Can you do a New Year's Day card? Could you do a Valentine? If, if that is causing you unneeded anxiety, we operate, most of us, if you're listening to this, you're listening to it on some cool phone, and, or you've downloaded it to your computer. We are the haves. We are not mm-hmm. people that don't have shelter. We are not people that don't have clothing. We are not people that don't have enough to eat. Now bills might be tight, but for most people that are listening to this, we have enough. And it's our job and our duty and our calling to stop being in survival mode. Because what's happened is from our evolutionary stance is we've gotten to a point where we had to survive. We had to find food. We had to find shelter. We had to band together as tribes. To literally survive. So our species could survive. But we're not there. But because that we if we're not willing to evolve, change, bring in the new, then what happens is we're creating new survival things. I have to have these cards out in order to survive. I have to have X, Y, and Z presence in order to survive. I have to have the nicer car, the bigger job, the blah blah blah, the third dog, the fourth dog, and to survive. Like that's not true. We need to start identifying. When it's just bonus and letting that stuff go and bring in the new and the new can be like, I have a new Christmas tradition and it means I do my Christmas cards in January or I do them in October or, you know, or I have a new tradition where everybody gets one gift and we don't get 8,000 gifts. Now, I'm not saying any of those things are bad because they're wonderful. I love getting Christmas cards. And if it works and it's not causing you this yeah. anxiety, yeah. it's wonderful. Have 8,000 people to your house. Send out 8 million Christmas cards. If that's working for you, I couldn't be happier. Please put me on your Christmas card list. I love getting them. But if it's causing you to go into this anxiety, and for a lot of us, that anxiety can translate into chronic dieting, skipping meals, body hate. It's a landing pad. It can overeating. Um Eating too much sugar, it can it, it goes can sideways. Land. It yeah, goes it sideways. goes sideways.
1: And that's a you know what you just talked about is a great example of you know we have instincts and and uh, parts of us as human beings that are there for a reason. They they help us in positive ways, but sometimes they can get get, get distorted. And and I'm a prime example. I'm glad you said that because th- I'm I'm not necessarily in anxiety right now, but it's in the back of my head. Like like I have taken this this. Idea of of gifts and and turned it into like uh, it's like you just said like survival mode. I have to now spend a thousand dollars. Yeah, because we've because we've it's it has it's it's a, something inside of me that has become somewhat twisted. Yeah, and I have to acknowledge that, and I appreciate you saying that right now.
0: And you know, this may not be the year that that unwinds for you.
1: You know, I, I'm or I'm, it might. Yeah, it might. I, well, I'm actually yeah. based on our podcast part of Thanksgiving. And hearing other people talk about the exact same things mm. and getting into action on it. Mm. I heard a lot of people decided not to go. What? Really? Yes. Yes. And, I, and and they made me go, wow, my mom and dad decided not to go. They said it out loud. Um, Michael's it. mother said, I don't want to go. Yes. And, and and I've been thinking the same thing about with, with gifts and stuff for my family. And luckily, I found a few things. But there's a part of me that says, you know, I, I don't, you know... The, the message and the caring will be just as important because that's who my mom and dad are. Mm-hmm. Like, we have this pile of gifts behind us. I know. It's hard. My mother told Sharon, I, I want to buy you a, a a luggage set. Sharon oh. doesn't want, you know, she doesn't want my mom to buy her luggage set. She oh. wants to go buy her own luggage set. But you know what? That's my mom.
0: Oh, it's I, so sweet.
1: One of the things when I got involved with, you know, my money program And trying to improve my finances was I wanted to pay my parents back. It's never going to happen. My parents will always give to me more than I can ever repay them, and I need to accept that.
0: And do you think they want you to pay them back?
1: They really don't care. They just want me to be happy.
0: Mm. And so
1: it doesn't matter whether I, right now, if I jump on Amazon and, and spend 10 bucks on a book mm. and send it to my mom, she, it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. As long as there's a card in there. You know, reality is going to, she's getting a bunch of music from me.
0: Well, Heno, hello. That's an awesome gift.
1: Yeah. And so, but I'm glad you brought that up because that is something that I know for myself and, and I know people who are listening, are we feel the pressure of that date. Yeah. That number 24, yeah. 25, whichever yeah. way you celebrate it yeah. for most of us, you know, is looming. And why the heck not to have New Year's Day cards? Right. I
0: love that. That's what I'm doing this year. Welcome just so to, you to you the know. new year. Yeah.
1: I'm glad you're part of my life. And I want to say that to everyone that has listened to this podcast. Yeah, Thank you for being part of my life. Yeah. It's really made a difference. Yeah,
0: and I mean, imagine getting a card in the mail at the beginning of January where someone's like, I'm sending you so much love and well wishes and joy in this upcoming... Hello!
1: Awesome. What a great way to bring in the new. Bring in the new. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, I love that you just said (laughs) that about your... You know, one of the things that I definitely am going to talk about in January, and um, this is also so pertinent to Christmas, is, you know, there's an art to receiving. There's an art to receiving and become someone who can receive because here's the deal. And Brene Brown talks about this in her latest book, which is amazing. That's a great present for people. Um, uh, her first one was, um, oh my God, I can't remember the first one, but her second one was um, Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm going to Google it. Um, Brene Brown's latest book. Don't worry. I'll have it in a second. Um, But she talks about receiving, and she goes into this whole thing about, um, since this is our last podcast, I guess we're, for now, I guess we're going over. Um, She talks about um, this... This relation, this, this interesting journey that she had with homeless people and she did all this giving and she does donates her time and she does all this around the homeless, but she was finding that it was really hard for her to look them in the eye. And there was just this weird energy and she was really determined. She's such an amazing author, teacher example. She was just really wanting to get to the bottom of it. Here's what she talked about, um, when she finally started diving in and she finally started, and it took a while, it took like a year or nine months or something to unravel this. What she finally really realized is she was giving, but she was so in her own life, it was so hard for her to receive. And the point that she makes in the book, this is what I get, what I got from it when I read the book and I listened to the book was that in order to really give, we need to really know how to receive. We need to really know how to receive and to really receive means that we say thank you without in the back of our mind going, I'm going to make sure I can reciprocate. I'm going to make sure that I can do this. I'm going to make sure I can make this up. I'm keeping track. I'm keeping score because here's what's happening. When we're constantly keeping score, it's taking away from the people that are giving to us. Because we're not fully there. There's some guilt. Like, oh, I don't want to accept this because then I'm going to have to do this. And yeah. I got to do that. And we I, all know that. You know, I talked to Rob about that the other day. And I just said, you know, one of the things that, you know, he needed something. He was sitting down and I had just sat down and he needed like a napkin or something. And, and he's like, oh, I need a napkin. And I go, do you want me to get you one? And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, my gosh. I said, you don't trust me, that I'm being honest when I offer that to you. So you're saying, no, even though you just said you needed one, which, I mean, I could have just gotten up and gotten one also. But I said, do you need, you know, you just don't want to put me out. But I said, I'm needing to embrace the divine feminine. The divine feminine is about receiving. And I said, it's going to be easier for me to receive if you can also receive. And I said, can you trust me that when I say, do you want one? I'm fully prepared to go get one or I won't ask you because that's another thing that happens is we don't trust each other because we're often doing things that we don't want to do for people. So our energy isn't clean. So they're like, I don't know. Yes, no, whatever. I can't really receive this because I don't know if he's got his own healthy band. You just trust. Like I trust that when I call you and my speakers aren't working and I say, hello, my speakers aren't working. And you say, I'll come by after work. I don't say, are you sure? Is it okay? Are you sure that that's okay for you? I just trust, because I know you, and I know you're, that I trust that you have your own boundaries in place, and if you can make it, you will, and if you can't, you won't, and if you can't, you won't. And I just say, and then when you show up, I go, oh, my God, thank you. Instead of like, oh, my God, i got to make sure. Is he okay? Whatever. But we tend to do that when we do that, too. Like, I've gotten much better about that because I've gotten much better about I'm not going to offer to go do something that doesn't work for me. Right? So I'm gonna. so I just said to Rob I, I I really want to start changing this dance that we do where when I ask you if you need something you can trust that I will do it because that's something I want to do and I won't offer if it's something I can't do and then if you could please just say yes please or yes thank you and not be like okay. And and, and so with your like the example of your parents with the presents like you just being like thank you so these oh, Yeah. I'm so I can't even tell you.
1: All right, right there in the episode was where uh, I stopped recording because of operator error, and we probably went another 10, I don't know, maybe 10, 20 minutes. Uh, Luckily, I caught it before Angela was literally almost walking out the door, and we jumped right back in and tried to pick up where we left off. (laughs) 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 Produce... (laughs) <laughs> I seriously, last week I put out a podcast and the episode before I didn't quite get rid of all of it. This was the Gotham Lights one. Yeah. And and it started playing and so when I listened to the beginning of the podcast, I heard our latest episode, no big deal, da da da. da. So I'm at work. And all of a sudden, I get a tweet from someone saying, hey, do you know that the middle your last episode starts about halfway in between the show, the new one? And there's nothing I can do about it. I'm at work. It's, oh. And we just promoted the heck out of the thing. And I just, I just go, you know what? I'm not perfect. Oh. I'm a human being. And I just did. My computer <laughs> just looped around and stopped recording. And I'm listening to it going, where did we leave off? Where did we leave we, off? Well, we left off right before you started talking about Renee Brown. Renee Brown. So how do you spell her name? Brene. It's Brene. B, yeah,
0: B R E N E. Okay, Brown.
1: Yeah. Okay, Brown. So. Okay, so, so Brene Brown. Yeah, and, and you said she wrote, uh, um, gifts of imperfection, gifts,
0: rising strong.
1: It was rising strong.
0: Gifts of imperfection. No, rising Strong's the latest one. Yeah. We were talking about the um and the homeless and the give and the receive, daring greatly. Daring greatly is the other one. Daring greatly. Gifts of imperfection, rising strong. This is how I would read them. Gifts of imperfection first, rising strong, and then, I mean, um, excuse me, daring greatly, great. and then rising strong.
1: So, and and we talked that these are going to be great gift ideas yeah. for anybody if they want to do this. Yeah, because yeah. we were
0: talking about the art of receiving.
1: <laughs> I was like, we literally just podcasted for about 10 minutes. After that. And nothing happened. <laughs> um, so, okay, so uh... then, so
0: Heno, um, so Hanno, I want you to share with everybody what you said about um, the. You were talking about um, saying thank you.
1: Yeah, it was, it was the idea of the, the baby steps that I have had to use to become okay with receiving gifts. Started with being okay with receiving compliments.
0: Yes, so go through that again because yeah, that just, was fabulous. And
1: just to be able to, like, whenever. I used to always when someone handed me said a compliment to me I would say oh no 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 you know or oh it was nothing you know something right. like that right and and I I eventually learned that that I am um I'm not openly receiving what they are offering to me, what they're giving to me. Right. I'm actually kind of putting a little block up to it. Right. And, and, or the other thing I would do is I would feel like I had to reciprocate. And this right. goes back to this idea of reciprocating gifts and this anxiety you were right. talking about. Right, Is that is that if I can just say thank you and not return any of the compliments, say, oh, you did a good job too. Right. Or, or oh, yeah, you're looking pretty good today too. It's just say thank you. And then, and then to add either I appreciate that, Or something to just – that's my way of letting them know of returning it without having to, you know, build up this pressure of like, oh, now I need to do something, say something for them. Right. And that that is my baby step uh, that that I have been using – that I learned I needed to use to then – graduate. <laughs> right, because we're
0: talking about, you know, being able to just say thank you when someone gives you something, but that's a perfect baby step is to just learn to say thank you when someone offers you a compliment. Because you can also once you start to think about it, you can also say when you when someone says, "Hannah, you look so good today." And then you reply, "Oh, it's nothing." That's sort of saying what you think doesn't matter. Yeah. Or you don't know what you're talking about. Like it really is a reflection and a deflection to back to the person. It's not only not being able to receive. It's actually kind of, it's not allowing that person to give.
1: Yeah, and that's like the when thing you do that, that, that i service. Yeah,
0: I'm not allowed yeah. to give you. Yeah. and what I think is unimportant to you. Yeah, and so it's interesting to think about that because we we have a tendency to tweak that and think, well, I'm just being conceited or.
1: I, I use I the term dismissive?
0: Good. Oh, I, that's even better. Way and, better. And yeah. And the reason
1: I don't like that word though because it, we all know what it when someone's dismissive to us, we that's that's really harsh. I don't think I'm being dismissive when I when I when I just go, "Oh, you know, that was oh, nothing." Or I say, "You know, I don't feel like I'm doing that." So why do I? I don't want to give someone the impression ever that I'm doing that. And, and that's what hit for me. And
0: maybe not consciously, you're dismissing, but energetically to not receive, you are diminishing.
1: I think diminishing you, is actually a better word. <laughs> and, and, and
0: slightly dismissing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're, if you can't, when someone gives you a present, if you can't, if you don't say thank you and bring it in, you're diminishing their gift yeah. and their energy to you. So whether it be presence from somebody, like I, it's hard. This is, you know, remember a few weeks ago we were talking about something and you said, this is hard. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it is hard. And I really thought about that and wrote a blog on it the next week because I was like, you know what? This stuff is hard. We're not talking about easy stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about
0: stuff that's important, that's yeah. hard, that takes practice and that we both believe
1: matters. Yeah, and like, and like, you know, like I told you, you know, I've heard from people that decided to make the choice not to go to their Thanksgiving meals oh, I know. to do all that kind of stuff. That was not easy for them. No, it was not easy for my mom and dad to do it. It was not easy for Michael's mother to just say, you know what, you guys got twenty seven people coming. I, you know, it's, it's okay, right? I, I'm, you know, we'll 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 do something else. And and we talked about, you know, the the same thing with, you know. I'm, I'm not going to do Christmas cards this year. I'm going to do New Year's Day cards this year. Mm. And I'm going to create a new, you know, something new in my life and get... And that was the thing when you said the tribe mentality, mm. you know, from that last episode. And it really, really resonated with me. Like, how mm. many things do I do because of this? And how much is this date, this, this holiday that should be about the beauty of the moment of being able to be thinking of others... Uh, enjoying a day off, mm. enjoying this, how it gets we, we have this couple weeks of stress and anxiety, mm. and you always talk about when we 're when we sit down to eat mm. you know with when it comes to food mm. when we sit down to eat are we how are we going to what's what 's our, our our terminology for assimilate
0: assimilate ad- eliminate and um...
1: I <laughs> <laughs> totally put you on the spot.
0: <laughs> Integrate. That's not yeah, it. <laughs> but Digest. How, assimilate.
1: How well are eliminate. we going to do that right. after two weeks or three weeks of stress and anxiety? Oh, yeah. You totally. Know, it's, we're not going to do it. No. Uh, it's just not – It's. Not, it, it doesn't happen that way. So yeah. uh, So my my point being is that, you know, I I really, you know – Take the compliment in. Yeah, this is my wish for everybody. Great practice.
0: Great practice. Yeah, and then if you can do that, then take the gift in.
1: And now take the gift in, and not feel, and be okay with not giving it back. Yeah, and 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 be okay with 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 honoring yourself and what you're capable of, because I hear people doing it, and it inspires me, Mm. you know, greatly. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I want to thank you for the inspiration that you've given me. And I want to thank everybody that's listening right now for everything that you fed back to me about the show mm. and about what we and, and and it it's unbelievable. This whole experience has been um, one of the most wonderful things in the world for, for me mm. this this last year me or too. more than a year. And and I um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's been I'm really gonna, great.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, use Sean's term. I'm gonna sally up right now. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Th- thank you, Angela.
0: You're so no, welcome. Thank
1: you so much. I I have learned so much about myself, and you mm. have helped me. You know, with this idea of you know, for me, I'm going to take care of. Well, I'm not skiing right now. I'm going to get my album done.
0: Mm.
1: I am going to. I will ski. When this album is done Mm -hmm. and it's worth it for me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because I want to ring in the new and I'll be able to ring in the new when, when I take care of this stuff. And I've learned this on Angela's awesome podcast. I've learned that is truly honoring myself. You Mm -hmm. talked about being sidetracked today.
0: Mm.
1: That's sidetracking myself. Mm. I'm going to go up there and have the most wonderful time. But then when I come back here, I still got to be back here.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know what? I don't need to sidetrack myself right now. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. And so, good and, for you. Yeah, and I've learned that from listening to you. I'm so
0: glad we had to re record <laughs> this. I'm so glad we had to re record this. I'm so thankful to hear that. I Thank you. I really appreciate you saying that. It means a lot. You know, I, I just in thinking about ringing in the new, I remember last year in the fall, I did some meditations. And I had some inspiration from somewhere. I wish I could remember where it was so I could give credit where credit's due. But something had inspired me, and I just said, I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes. I don't know what's coming down the pike, but I'm going to say yes. And, like, the next week, Heno was like, hey, you want to do a podcast? And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) And he's like, well, you know, and I go, really? Why would you want to do that with me? Why don't you do it with Sharon? He's like, because I want to do it with you. And I was like, okay, yes. I had no idea. So, thank you cuz this has been a huge gift for me to show up every week and have a topic and get to spend time with you, talking about the stuff we love. I I'm really I'm so thankful to the universe that I had some inspiration from someone that I acknowledge somewhere um <laughs> to say yes cuz that's what we're talking about today. And to do something different that I didn't know how to do and learn how to do it, and it would never have happened without you. So I'm thank you. <laughs> Even though we're not supposed to like immediately return, but you know what? <laughs> it kind <laughs> of it <laughs> just is the way it goes. So you, you know, sometimes you have to.
1: No, we are, and I and, I, and uh, I hope that I'm looking forward to finding out what's the what's next for Angela's awesome podcast next year. Yep. And I hope everyone else is as well. Yep. It's going to be amazing. More will be revealed, people. Yeah, and it's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal mm-hmm. that that I've learned so much from this and I've made so many connections with other people mm. that would have never have happened mm. if it weren't for us doing this podcast.
0: Yeah, you guys that are listening, thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> you guys are
1: the best.
0: Woo, you're doing great. I'm What's some of our best listening, yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening? What's some of our best lines? Okay you're doing great. That was one of my favorites. Oh yeah, remember it, that you're doing great. You know
1: what's funny that is the most downloaded episode
0: It is I just looked I it up. I love that episode. It is. I you, have to go back and listen to that.
1: You're doing great is one of the most downloaded. <laughs> yeah Do you
0: remember what number it was?
1: It, uh, no, but you could just <laughs> so you could just put it in. You're
0: doing great, right?
1: Yeah. Well, and now everything's on iTunes, like mm. all that. They don't limit at 50 anymore. Oh. They, they're pretty much all there. Oh, okay. And so I, you know, I just happen to be because I'm on our and host. Yeah. I'm looking and I can see all of them listed. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and and I was seeing how many were downloaded, and that's one of the ones that's been downloaded the most. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of that. That it's fun reading the titles. Yeah. And and re- being reminded of what that I, I remember what we talked about. Yeah. I remember somebody responding to us. Yeah. I remember whatever that was. So You
0: have done an amazing job with the titles and the links and the creative um write ups about it. Like every time I see it, I'm like, oh my God, another good one. Like Thank the you. titles are really <laughs> always so good. And um yeah, so that's been really Really fun. You're doing great. What else did we love? We had some really good ones. Well,
1: like you just even talked about that say, that saying yes. Yeah. You know. And then we said saying no.
0: Remember? We talked about boundaries in the same one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you say yes. Yeah. And, sometimes and, you say no. And even, you know, embrace the feminine. Oh, yeah. And, more
0: of that coming for sure, people.
1: Yeah. And, and th- there's nothing more fun. There's nothing ever more fun than to get responses back from men. About the feminine. About an episode that was about the feminine. Right. Th- that is fun. I know. It's you pretty know? cool. It really is.
0: Yeah. We've been really blessed.
1: Okay. So once again. Once again. Where are we finding you? Angeles? <laughs> I am at
0: goingtoangela's.com goingtoangela's.com um, I've got an email that goes out every week. You can sign up for, a, for it um, from my website. All my blogs are on there. You can also get to this podcast on there if you need to. And um, it's pretty cool because you can just go right. There's an app on the iPhone that you just go to the website. Anyway, it's pretty cool. It just comes right in for some people. I don't actually know how to do that, but I have a couple people that listen. Like, it's so easy. It just comes in. I'm like, oh. Um, and then you can find me at Angela's Gym on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Angela's Gym. Angela's Gym. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. and you can find heno at Ida heno on twitter yep, yeah,
1: and uh uh on Instagram yeah, it's just Slimo on Instagram, that's my old high school nickname, boy, there's a story there <laughs> <laughs> uh for for everyone, uh thank you for for being part of this podcast. I hope that everyone can enjoy the rest of this month oh, yeah just
0: we send you love and blessings
1: yeah it be in the moment eat slow stop look around wherever you're at slow relaxed eater digest eliminate assimilate yeah we don't need to have anxiety no you know oh choosing muscle Oh yeah, that
0: was a good one. Let's
1: not choose to have anxiety. Yeah. Let's, let's choose to look at where we're at and enjoy yeah. the abundance that's around us. That was my goal for this week. Um, at a meeting I was at last Saturday, I said I want to uh, a- appreciate and experience the the abundance that's immediately around me,
0: mm.
1: and and because uh, there will be more abundance, mm. uh, but but I will I will appreciate what's around me, the people, the location I'm in at any given moment, mm. um, the 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 day off. That's it's going to come the hard days. Mm. Mm. The day I got to go shovel snow this week, mm. a lot. Um, yeah. the beautiful view that's behind us right now, mm. you know, outside the window, and and all the way through the new year, and so we can have a great 2016.
0: All right, I'll be talking to y'all in 2016. Yo, Hanno's got numerous podcasts you can find him on. Yes, yeah, so
1: but they all know those. But you all know them, so we don't need to give the list. Apparently, apparently
0: not. I mean, maybe you'll link them into the links on this show would you do that
1: Uh, okay people know people
0: know okay everybody knows except for me but that's fine okay I don't need to know anything thank you for listening see you in the new year bye bye